Hello everyone, my name is Andrew, and this is the Culips English Podcast. Hello Culips community, welcome back to another brand new Simplified Speech episode. It's great to be with you here today, and I hope you are doing well. Simplified Speech is the QLIP series for intermediate level English learners, where you can learn English through interesting conversations that are spoken in an easy to understand way. Now, today's episode is a doozy. We've got a doozy of an episode prepared for you. Now, maybe you're wondering, what does the word doozy mean? Well, doozy just means fantastic or amazing. So we have a really, really special, amazing, fantastic episode for you today. And that's because I have invited one of our study guide writers. Her name is Indiana to the show. And she is going to be speaking with me about something very special that we are working on behind the scenes here at Culips and plan to launch. So for today's episode, we're going to meet Indiana and together talk about this brand new special announcement, this huge news that we have to share with everyone. So stay tuned for that interview in just a moment. But before we get to the interview, I want to let everyone know about the study guide and interactive transcript for this episode. So if you are a Culips member, that means that you have access to the study guides and the transcripts for all of our episodes for this one, but also for our entire catalog of episodes. And we design the study guides to really help you make the most out of your time here. We teach you about the important vocabulary that you'll hear in this episode that we think is essential for you to know. There's a comprehension quiz. There are prompts that you can use for speaking practice or writing practice. There's just a lot of good things in the study guide. And when you're a QOPS member, you'll also get many extra bonuses as well. For example, you'll get access to our member-only series, which is called the Fluency Files. And on top of that, you'll get an invitation to our monthly live stream sessions. You'll get ad-free audio, so you can just skip right to the good stuff and you don't have to hear any ads or promotions, anything like that. So there are a lot of great things you get when you are a Culips member. And of course, by signing up, as a member, you'll also support the work that we do here at Culips and allow us to keep making brand new English lessons for everyone around the world to learn with each and every week. So if that sounds like something that you would like to learn more about, then all you have to do is visit our website, culips.com, and you can sign up and become a member there, and you'll be able to get the study guide and interactive transcript for this episode. I also want to give a shout out to Jeffrey, Jeffrey from Montreal, because Jeffrey left us an amazing review on Apple Podcasts. And I like to shout out some of the people who leave us reviews and five-star ratings on their favorite podcast applications. So if you'd like to hear your name mentioned on Culips in the future, leave us a five-star rating and review on your favorite app and we'll try to get to you. But let's take a listen to what Jeffrey had to say in his review on Apple Podcasts. So it's a little bit long, but it's a fantastic review. Here it is. So Jeffrey said, Hi, my name is Jeffrey and I'm living in Montreal. Before coming to Canada, I used to live in Beijing for many years. 
I love Montreal because it's a French-English bilingual city, and most people here could switch freely and fluently between these two languages. I've learned English for decades, however, I thought I just learned a deaf and dumb English. I thought it was because I was not sensitive to the pronunciation of words and intonation of sentences, which limited my English skills and stopped me from improving. I noticed Culebs from Apple Podcasts' recommendation last December, and then I attempted to try and listen to several episodes on Apple Podcasts, and it felt amazing when I found out that I could understand almost all of the content of each episode. Compared to other podcasters, you guys fully understand how to make understandable episodes with your clear pronunciation, precise rhythm, and attractive intonation. When I was listening to Culebs, I got a feeling of falling in love with English because I could understand each sentence and all of them turned into pictures and videos in my mind suddenly. Since I became a Culebs member in January, I've kept learning English with Culebs with the five steps which is introduced by Andrew and I could see improvement little by little and that brought me great pleasure. Thank you for the work, guys. Wow, Jeffrey, that is amazing, and I'm so happy to hear that you've been able to improve your English with Culebs little by little by little. I think that is a key part here. I know often when we are doing something really big, like a huge project, like improving our English fluency, we want to see immense, huge improvement right away. But unfortunately, that goal is not very realistic for most people, especially people who have very busy lives. A more realistic goal is to improve little bit by little bit by little bit. And to be honest with you, sometimes it's even a little bit difficult to notice that progress. So I think, Jeffrey, if you are noticing that you're improving little bit by little bit by little bit, well, then you are ahead of the pack and you're doing a great job. And so I'm happy to hear your success story. Please keep up the great work and continue to improve your English with us. And once again, thank you for that amazing review. And now that we've got all of the housekeeping taken care of, it's time to get started with this episode in earnest. And like I said, I've invited our study guide writer, Indiana, onto the show so that I could introduce her to you. And we have a very special announcement to make as well. So make sure you listen all the way to the end so you can hear that announcement. And yeah, it's time to get started. So here is my interview with Indiana. Enjoy. Indiana, welcome to Culebs. Hello. Hey, Andrew. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you here, Indiana. Finally, from behind the pen and paper, or maybe I guess you're not writing the study guides with a pen and paper, behind the keyboard and in front of the microphone now. So I wanted to have you on Culebs, Indiana, because you know you have been working for us as a study guide writer for a little while now. How long has it been? Probably close to a year? Is it getting close to the one-year anniversary, maybe? It could be. I think maybe since last October or November. Yeah, could be almost a year. Almost a year. Almost yeah. there. And so you've been working really hard for us behind the scenes, but yeah, I wanted to introduce you more formally to our audience, and we have a special announcement to make 
also about a brand new upcoming feature that we're going to be launching here at Qlips as well that I wanted to talk with you about because you are going to be heavily involved with it. But we'll get to that big announcement and that big surprise in a moment. Maybe before we do, we could just get to know you a little bit. So Indiana, I'm going to throw it over to you. The floor is yours. Maybe you could start by telling us a little bit about where you're from. Yeah. So I was born in Massachusetts, but I have spent most of my life in New York State. Not New York City, but upstate New York. Important distinction. <laughs> yeah, it is an important distinction. And maybe you could tell our listeners about why that's an important distinction, because I think when many people including me for a long time. When I heard New York, you know, your mind always goes to New York City, but it wasn't actually until I traveled to New York State and I realized there's a difference between New York and New York City, but you probably know more about that than I do. So maybe you could tell everybody about that distinction. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge state and oh yeah, a lot of the people that I meet for the first time who might be from another country or one of my English students, if I tell them that I'm from New York, they assume it's New York City, but that's actually just an incredibly small island in the south of the state. And if you were to drive from there to, let's say, like Buffalo, New York, which is near the famous Niagara Falls, that would probably be like seven hours in the car. So it's a, yeah, it's a vast state and there's a lot of different cultures <laughs> throughout the one state. So. Yeah, I've done that drive before from Canada to New York City, and I passed through Buffalo, and you're like, oh, I'm here. This is amazing. And you're like, no, you still have <laughs> several more hours to go <laughs> once you cross the border. So yeah, I, I know what you're talking about, but that's cool. So you're from the States, you're an American, and you're also uh, an English teacher and a language learner. And of course, that's a huge part of what we do at Culip. So maybe I can have you talk a little bit about that, your experience as a teacher and as a language learner. Yeah, so I'll start with my interest in language learning. Started in middle school when we got the chance to select a foreign language to study. In most American middle schools, you could choose French or Spanish. Sometimes you get the opportunity to learn something like German, but I got to choose between French and Spanish, and I really, really loved Spanish and went through, studied that through high school, and I also began to get interested in Japanese. Um, not really for any special reason, but I really thought that the language was beautiful, and I got really, really interested in it. So I majored in Japanese studies when I went to university. And I've studied abroad in Japan and lived with a host family for four months and um, studied really hard at the language. So finally, I have another piece of my language learning interests, German. Half of my family lives in Germany, and I've never met them, but I'm starting to learn German a little bit, very slowly, very casually, because hopefully I would like to uh, meet them and be able to communicate in uh, that language someday. As far as teaching English, when I was in college, I had an opportunity to teach a couple of Japanese kids, their father and mother. Um, they moved to the United States for work, and uh, they were like ages five and seven. 
So um, I got an opportunity to like tutor them in English when they were done with school. And that was a lot of fun. It was challenging because they were very energetic <laughs> and not very enthusiastic about having to do extra school. But yes. um, that was a cool like starting point for teaching English. So, you know, since then I've had the chance to teach English uh, with some different companies and independently and on platforms like italki. So I've been doing that for a couple of years and I, I really enjoy it. It's, it's cool to talk about grammar and things like that. Wow. That's a unique teacher right there. Somebody who enjoys <laughs> teaching grammar. Most teachers. <laughs> it's like a puzzle. It's putting together the puzzle pieces. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I also enjoy it. I think, yeah, it's cool to see how the language is structured, right? And it is definitely like a puzzle. That's a good way to put it. I like that. So what about outside of teaching and language learning? What kind of things do you like to do in your free time? I think actually, Indiana, you and I have a lot in common in terms of our hobbies. So that's really cool. I was surprised to learn about that when we first met, but our listeners don't know. So could you <laughs> let us know about some of the things that you enjoy doing when you have some free time? Yeah, I'm pretty introverted generally. And so a lot of my hobbies are like, I love playing video games and reading. I really enjoy sci-fi and like all, all kinds of genres. Um, mm -hmm. I'm also really into, have been getting into fitness and like running, um, going to the gym and lifting weights and stuff. It's a, an eventual goal of mine to run a marathon, but not anytime soon. <laughs> Definitely not anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly but surely. Definitely. <laughs> and other than that, yeah, I really like to listen to music and um, I like cooking, uh, vegetarian and vegan food specifically. I follow that kind of diet. Um, so I love to mm -hmm. cook um, healthy, healthy meals. And yeah, I mean, I think that's most of, uh, most of my interests. Nice. That's awesome. And you mentioned to me before that you were a radio DJ back in the day. Yes. You have a little bit of experience behind the microphone as well. I do. I uh, used to have a late night slot from 12 to 2 a.m. when I was in college and uh, I could play almost whatever I wanted, which was usually like alternative music. And sometimes I did a specialty show that was uh, focused on a a genre of Japanese pop music from the 80s called city pop. Yeah. Which was really like funk and disco vibes. Um, but uh, yeah, so sometimes I would be putting that on the airwaves late at night in college. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that time. That sounds like a lot of fun. My wife and I are big city pop fans, so I think we would have enjoyed your show. I'm wondering, what was the name of your show? Usually college radio shows have really interesting names most of the time. What was the name of your show? <laughs> it was just something I came up with. Um, my DJ name was DJ Honey. <laughs> okay. And then the show was called The Drip with DJ Honey. Nice. I Actually, I like that. That's pretty good. Yeah, just sounded <laughs> cool. So I went with it. <laughs> that sounds cool. Yeah. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm too old these days that I don't really follow the, the slang that all the young kids are using, but I think drip, what does drip mean in American slang? Doesn't it refer to your outfit or the style of clothes that you're wearing? Yeah, you're, you're totally right about that. Um, I think when I named the show, it was not in reference to that. I think I did not know that term yet, <laughs> but exactly. If you have drip, it's like, yeah, you are dressing really, really well and you look great. 
Cool. Okay. So, Indiana, why don't we talk about the big announcement that we have to make, which I think many of our QLIPS members, especially, are going to be really excited about because, guys, we have been working behind the scenes on this project. Indiana, how long has it been now? At least like three <laughs> or four months that I've been trying to coordinate this with you. Yeah, just about. But we're finally able to tell everybody about it and launch it. So, guys, we are very excited to announce that we are going to be opening a QLIPS course for the very first time. And it's going to be a place where you can join together with other listeners of QLIPS from around the world and study QLIPS content with a teacher and the teacher is going to be Indiana. So you have a very excellent, kind and qualified English teacher to guide you through our lesson. So instead of just having to listen to QLIPS episodes on your own, now you'll be able to connect with other learners and to be able to connect with a native English speaking teacher. And I think this will be the perfect environment that will give you the support and the encouragement and also the knowledge that you need to really take your English to the next level if you're that kind of learner. Of course, some people prefer to study independently, and that's totally fine, but others prefer a kind of course environment. So we wanted to give you that option as well. So Indiana, maybe we should give some of the details about the course to our listeners. And I guess maybe I should start by saying that this course is going to be a beta. It's going to be a beta. And what we mean by beta is it's our kind of trial run. We're going to offer this course once and then stop for a moment to evaluate how successful it was. So we want to gather the opinions from the participants in the course and just our experience on our end to see how it went. And then once we get that information and we can find out what works well, what didn't work so well, then we can tweak the course to make it even better in the future for future times that we offer it. So this is a beta. It's kind of an experiment. So we are going to be doing the course for six weeks, right, Indiana? Exactly. Yeah, we will be doing it once a week for six weeks. It'll be at the same time every week, and it will be on Zoom. And uh, like you said, Andrew, it'll uh, be a group class. So it'll be a great opportunity to talk with me, but also among other fellow Culips members and uh, enjoy talking about the episode that we go over each week. So we'll be talking about older, simplified speech episodes, and reviewing the, the study guide, the key terms that are in the study guide and encouraging people to use them, try to get those words in their active vocabulary, and enjoy the, the topic for that episode. Exactly. That's a great point. We should introduce the curriculum, <laughs> I suppose, for the course as well. So I think a lot of QLIPS listeners, you know, this is a great thing about QLIPS. I'm very happy and proud about this, is that a lot of QLIPS listeners only listen to us for maybe two or three years. You know, we do have longtime listeners as well, and I love our longtime listeners, don't get me wrong. But the reason that I'm proud that we have many listeners who only listen to us for two or three years and then move on is because that means they've improved their English to the point where they don't need QLIPS anymore. So I'm very happy. It's like a success story, right? But because of that, I think we have many people 
who are newer to the podcast, and maybe they haven't gone back all the way to the start of our simplified speech series and really started from the beginning. Now, of course, some people have, but many people haven't. So we're going to go way back to simplified speech episode number one, which I believe is about coffee, if I can recall correctly. I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, a good topic, hopefully exciting for a lot of people, a lot of listeners. <laughs> yes, I hope so. Something that a lot of people can relate to, I think, <laughs> is coffee. So we're going to go all the way back to simplified speech episode number one. And each week in the course, we're going to be walking you through the study guide. You can think of this course as being like a study guide companion. So when you're in the course with Indiana, well, maybe Indiana, I'll let you explain. How will the class be structured exactly? What's the way that people will spend their time for that one hour when they're studying with you in the course? Right. So I think the um, general outline of how we're going to be conducting these courses is the QLIPS members, you listeners, are going to review the study guide, look through the vocabulary, maybe complete a homework task. I think we're going to assign some homework tasks mm -hmm. in order to ensure that you're well prepared for a discussion about the topic. And so in the beginning of the lesson, we will review those key vocabulary new expressions. Mm -hmm. I'll answer any questions that come up after we go through them, do a little teaching if there's grammar in those parts, and then break into some smaller group discussions about some discussion questions and come together at the end for some final thoughts. So it'll be part actively reviewing, asking questions about the vocabulary, and part discussing, trying to use those vocabulary words and have a conversation about the topic together with me and together with the other listeners. I think that's a great point and something that we should mention, Indiana, is about the homework and the prerequisite for the class. So we want people who participate in this class to be prepared for the class so that we can take advantage of the limited class time because we do only have one hour a week to make that as effective as possible. And so before each class, there's going to be a task that you have to do, which is probably going to be, you know, something like listen to the episode several times so that you're comfortable with the content and the general idea of what's happening. Maybe prepare some questions in advance if there's something that you didn't understand or you'd like Indiana to clarify maybe make some questions about that. And there might be even some other activities that you have to do before the class even starts. So that is the pre-class activity, the prerequisite. Mm -hmm. And then of course you'll do the class. And then once you finish, there will also be a follow-up homework assignment. And that could vary from week to week to week. It might be something like making some sentences, using some of the key vocabulary, Perhaps it's writing a diary, perhaps it's recording a short video, and we're going to ask students to share that homework with the other members in the class as well, so that you guys can all learn and grow together and see each other's progress together and just motivate and encourage each other. So Indiana, that's a great point that it's not going to be just a casual drop-in class, right? There right. is going to be some specific things that we'll ask you to do. And, you know, we want to be strict and rigorous about this because 
really that's the best way to achieve our goals, right? Is to have somebody pushing you and to have some deadlines and to have some tasks to do. So maybe we should talk about what kind of person would be best for this course in terms of like, what are the weekly time requirements going to be? You know, if you were to just estimate how many hours per week would this course require from a student, what would your guesstimate be? I guess we don't really know because we haven't done the class yet, but just a general guesstimate. So I think it'll vary from person to person, but you know, if you're thinking of listening time, maybe an hour, an hour of preparation time, reviewing vocabulary, doing some of the homework, and then of course the hour of class time. So not a small commitment, but should be doable for somebody who's really interested in getting together with uh, other language learners and practicing the language. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, that can be spread out through the week as well. It doesn't have to be all at once. Indiana, like you mentioned, you know, so many of our listeners are multitasking and listening to the podcast while they commute or while they're doing chores around the house. So that is the beauty of podcasting, I guess, is that you can do that two for one listening. I know that's how I podcast. That's how I listen to my <laughs> hours of podcasts all the time. <laughs> yeah, me, me as well. <laughs> So another thing that maybe listeners are wondering about this course, Indiana, is, is it a drop-in course? Can they just do it week by week by week? Or when they sign up, are they required to attend all of the sessions? How strict are we going to be about attendance? Because I think this will help people determine if it's a good fit for their schedule or maybe not a good fit for their schedule. Yeah, so our expectation is that you sign up for all six of the classes. And of course, sometimes life happens or you get sick, you can't make one. But our hope is that you are going to attend each and every one um, because we are actually going to cap the number of attendance of this beta course at 30. So we don't want it to feel like a drop in class because then one week it's possible that there could just, you know, be a handful of people that show up. So our expectation to sum it up is that if you sign up for this course, you should do your best to attend all six of the classes. Yeah, exactly. And we are doing this for several reasons. First of all, for you, Indiana, because if it's a drop in class, you never know, will you get two students or will you have 200 students, right? It's really difficult for the instructor to prepare for a drop in class. So having uh, pre-registration and having people expected to participate, that really helps with the course planning side of things. And also we want you guys to be able to make friends and make connections in this course. And by having the same people appear week after week after week, that's going to allow you to make, you know, some new acquaintances and some new study buddies maybe in the future. And so if we just have a drop in and there's different people each week, then that really is difficult to do. So we're going to ask uh, that if you sign up for the course that you attend as many sessions as possible. And of course, if there's a life emergency or something gets in the way, yeah, that's fine. We're not going to be super strict about that. <laughs> but our request is that you try your best to attend all of the sessions. And I think you'll be able to get the most out of it that way too. If it's just a casual thing, 
then it's hard to achieve the kind of fluency improvements that we want to see from you guys. So right. that's the way we've structured it. And Indiana, you hinted as well about the cap for registration at 30 students. So guys, we're going to open the registration to all QLIPS members. Since this is a beta course, we're going to offer it to our member community uh, first. And I have good news. The registration cost is free. Woohoo! So it costs nothing. If you're already a QLIPS member, then you can sign up for the course for free, which is a nice perk, I think. And yeah, it's something that we wanted to offer to our members first. So QLOOPS members, we're gonna put the link in the description for this episode to a sign up form. And by completing the form, then you will be able to sign up. If we have over 30 people who sign up for the course, then we're going to be doing a lottery. And we'll just randomly select from all of the people who sign up We'll select 30 members and they will be invited to attend the course. And I guess we should also talk about the schedule, Indiana, so listeners can see if this would be doable for them in terms of scheduling. So we're going to be launching the course in October. And I think you have the dates in front of you, right? <laughs> That's right. So like we've said, it'll be six sessions. The first one is going to be on Tuesday, October 3rd, and that is going to be 8.30 a.m. my time, which is Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. Yep, 8.30 a.m. on Tuesdays, Eastern Standard Time, starting October 3rd, going through November 7th. Right, so starting on October 3rd and going for six weeks in a row, and so, of course, everybody lives in different time zones around the world. We really struggled to try and find <laughs> a time that would work for as much of the world as possible. And this is a huge challenge for doing Culip stuff because we do have a global audience. Trying to find a time for our events is really difficult. So if for some reason you are left out of this one, I apologize for that, but in the future, we're hoping to expand and do more courses in the future. And of course, we'll try and make it so that everybody can participate and join when they want to. But for this beta, it's going to happen Tuesdays at 8.30 in the morning, Eastern Standard Time. So you'll have to check, guys, for your local time zone. But in general, that would mean Tuesday afternoons for listeners in Europe and listeners in Asia, that would be Tuesday evenings. So I think for me here in Korea, that's around 9.30 in the evening-ish. I'd have to check for sure. And we'll give you guys a tool so that you can check the time zone and convert the time zone and make sure that that works for you. But if you're a QLOPS member and you're interested in this course and you'd like to sign up and study through our simplified speech curriculum with Indiana here throughout October, then the link is going to be in the description. So just sign up and yeah, then you'll be able to study with Indiana in the near future coming up in just a little while. So Indiana, thank you so much for telling us all about yourself and about the QLIPS course. I'm very excited and you know, I might even try and join in on a few classes as well if it fits with my schedule guest appearance, a cameo, you might say. <laughs> <laughs> a cameo, yeah, a cameo in the Culips class. So maybe even uh, I'll see some of the 
students of the course in the Zoom call in the upcoming future. So thank you, Indiana, so much for joining us today. And listeners can look forward to reading your study guides in the future and also perhaps <laughs> having you as a teacher for their QLIPS class. So thank you once again. Yeah, thanks for uh, chatting with me, Andrew. And I'm looking forward to meeting the folks who sign up for the class in October. Thank you for listening all the way to the end of today's episode. That's amazing. You can feel good about getting some English study time in today. Pat yourself on the back. Way to go. I hope you're excited about the upcoming QLIPS course. I know here at QLIPS, we are very excited about this new venture for us. And if you're a QLIPS member, then please go ahead and sign up because we would love to have you participate. Again, you can do that just by clicking the link that's in the description for this episode. And if you're not a QLIPS member yet, but you're interested in becoming one, well, then you can sign up by visiting our website, QLIPS.com. When you're a QLIPS member, you'll get access to our helpful study guides and interactive transcripts. We make these for all of our regular episodes and they're designed with you in mind to help you achieve your fluency goals faster than ever. Plus, when you're a member, you'll get a lot of other great bonuses like invitations to our monthly live streams, access to the member-only part of our Discord server, access to our members-only series, The Fluency Files. Plus, hey, you can sign up for this brand new QLIPS course for free if you're a member as well. So there's a lot of great perks and bonuses that you can get by becoming a QLIPS member. So that's it for me for now, everyone, but I'll be back soon with another brand new episode. Take care, happy English studies, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.